There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding, Ding dong, dong, Las Culturistas calling. Uh, Matt, you had a big night last night. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had... Um, it's history making. I had sex. Yes. With... Sudi Green. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. We woke up in the same bed, and it was a bit that really she forced upon the upon the upon it that we had had sex. And I was like, "Look, I'll go with it." And if people want to believe that we had sex, I'm fine with that. Like, if because I do she feel tweeted like, out a statement, or you tweeted out. I a tweeted statement. out a statement that confirmed that we had sex. We did not, but um, I think it's fun. And Sudi has for oh, nearly a decade loved to push this um, narrative yeah, that we've had sex and have a sexual relationship. Well, Sudi and Sudi, and we I, have fake had sex on stage. And my parents and her parents both watched. Oh, you guys did not fake make out. I mean, was that what you're talking about? Like just no, sticking your I've, tongues in each other's that, faces. Sudi is the woman in this row that I have made out with the most. Yeah, and then it really hurt my feelings one day when like we were gonna do a sketch. That, and, Billy Domino wrote a sketch where we played, this is a very college sketch. We played children who woke up on Christmas morning and were so excited that they fucked. <laughs> and that was very much Sudi and I's. <laughs> it was, it's shocking. Sketch, schedule relationship. I remember that, that day. And we were running it one time. It was like a best of show at the end of the year. And Sudi expressed frustration that we had to kiss and it hurt me. What was her frustration? She didn't want to kiss me. And okay. it was weird because she had gaslit me into thinking I was a good kisser. And, I, and then all of a sudden one day she was like, oh, I really don't want to kiss you tonight. And I was like, well, we don't have to. But can like, ask, ouch. Can I ask you something? Anytime, yeah, anytime me, you, Sudi, and your mother Katrina are in a room together, <gasps> you, 
never fail to bring up the time when Sudi, like we were all together at a bar after a show. Because Sudi does this thing where she likes to kiss people on the mouth. And I want to ask my guest if she's experienced this. Okay, yes, this we phenomenon do have to bring with Sudi in. because she's very close with Sudi. Um, but but, uh, but Sudi likes to kiss on the mouth. Well, and let me let me finish the story. So then Sudi and I kissed on the mouth just as a way to say goodbye or to show affection. And I, then I can't believe this happened. And then Katrina, your mother, asked me, asked you. Asked me. So how long have Bowen and Sudi been dating? LOL. And I was like, oh my God, it made me sick to my stomach. Was it, was that, then this because is, this is what I have to ask you, stop. Was that, <laughs> was that born of jealousy? I was jealous. I was jealous of both I parties. Knew it, I knew it. And also like, I was just like, mom, you can't think this. I was like, I, I, I just was like, it's so, I don't know. The fact that she sexualized you both. And you now, it seems. She's sexualizing you. She sexualizes everyone. And let's bring our guest in on this because we need to get her I want to know. I want the tea. Well, our guest is... I'm so, I'm so excited for this. This is a really good one for me because I don't think our guest knows this. But we love And I told her. I tell Sudi this because I'm very gagged that they're so close. And I love our guest yeah. very deeply. In fact, this our guest was the reason I became obsessed with UCB. And I used to seek out your performances and go a lot to your shows. Oh! Let's get it. Let's, she let's... was my favorite improviser at UCB when I when I was um, first going. First going. Okay. She's... I always talk about a scene that she did with Middle Ditch where they played the sun and the moon. Oh my god. She doesn't remember that scene because she's done so many, it's, many it's thousands improv. of it's scenes. Improv. It's disposable. And her, her action as you played the moon and your action was boop boop beep doop, <laughs> which sounds right. It sounds it sounds right. Um, and the credits come rolling down. They come rolling down. She is a writer at Saturday Night Live, supervising writer, writing supervisor. Hell yeah. Um, the title doesn't matter, but it does. And she's written for um, What Hot American Summer 10 Years Later and Big Mouth. Which I am obsessed with I Big Mouth. I fucking love Big I fucking Mouth. love Big Mouth. Um, so, so funny. Please welcome Fran, Fran Gillespie. Gillespie. Hello. Hi. Yeah, you are my fave. I, I'm learning this now and it's embarrassing me. Well, oh! don't, don't be embarrassed because I truly, I genuinely love. Also, Studio always tells me, don't ever tell her that. Because, oh! And she says, don't be a fan. Yeah, it's funny when people are like, oh my God, I saw all of your improv shows or whatever because I, I just can't imagine how many bad shows that was. Like, it is true, I was doing UCB mm -hmm. most days of the week for the better part of a decade. Yeah. I can't remember any single scene. <laughs> That's Never. probably good. Yeah. I, I Not a single one. I, I mean, truly cannot remember one improv scene. I yeah, know. I love Who it. can? I love it. Who can? I, well, I guess I it doesn't, can. It doesn't because matter. Because I was watching it with you. I was but like, your own, you you don't remember. Well, so, but I'm when I say like I sought out your improv shows, I mean I went to like five. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy like yeah, yeah, five yeah. good ones that you did, and the, the memories are only positive. So don't you worry. But it is just like there are so many thousands of shows that it's like I the percentage is like. I, I would say, what do you think the improv percentage is? 50%? Good? Good and 50 bad? 50% bad? Oh. I mean, when you're very talented. For you, it might be like You would probably higher. judge them more harshly. I mean, I would say half the time I walk off stage, I'm like, oh boy, there goes that night. But then half the time I'm like, yeah, let's get a drink. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Then those are cool. the extremes of it. It's like you walk off stage and you like... I, I guess my worst shows are ones that are just completely fucking off the rails, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not in a fun way. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's like off the rails where like everyone is being insane and then you're like out of breath at the end of the show and you're like, that was crazy. Yeah. And there's off the rails where it's like, the audience wasn't even laughing. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. Like, we were all definitely screaming yeah. and definitely <laughs> improvising, but like 
I, I peeped like the first row and like people were frowning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did the assignment, but was it fun? Was it yeah. fun? Which is like, honestly, a lot of improv for me. I never got improv. I, I don't know. I, we've talked about this a whole bunch on this podcast, but like I was very much on the sketch side of things because improv just terrified me. So when people like, like I, we would sometimes do a sketch show after an improv show was getting out and it'd be like all the really good improvisers and they would like talk about the set and I would be like, trying to listen in like how do they talk about it you know what mm. I mean I just it's a language I never understood Oof! but discussing an improv show after an improv show <laughs> like there might not be anything more disgusting than that <laughs> Like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Oh no, this is great. When yeah. you're like first on a Herald team and um after the Herald, you go backstage and then just like people are apologizing to each other because you just like don't know each other that well. Yeah. And you're like, you know, there's so much pressure and the stakes are so high that you put on yourself. And then yeah. you like go backstage and it's like, I'm so sorry for that second beat. Were you thinking an alias? It's like, oh, Oh. oh no! <laughs> Were you thinking it hurts now to even hear. Were you thinking analogous, like or time jump? Yeah, like the group oh. game. We were all dogs, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. good. Uh, okay, good. Okay, good. Th- yep. Uh. And I thought that, but it was like so disgusting. Uh, I talking about when they were jokes. when I think who did I have? I, I think I had uh, Brandon Gardner for two hundred one, and he was like explaining what analogous and time jump. Time lapse, time jump, time dash, time dash. Time dash. I didn't even get it right <laughs> because yeah. when he was explaining it, I was like performing so hard that I understood. Oh no, that, that's what being twenty years old in an yeah. impact class is. Though I was like, absolutely, yeah, it, I get it. Totally. And you're thinking about how you, how much you understand, and you're not hearing any of the information. Uh. Which is unfortunately when I started taking improv classes when I was 19 years old. Same with me. Yeah. Actually, I started when I was 18. I went to NYU just like you guys, mm-hmm. just like us, and I. When I got to NYU, who cares about this backstory? But I'll just no, we no, a lot of people care. Okay, <laughs> so I went to NYU, and I grew up in Chicago, and I went to NYU. And when I went to uh, audition at NYU, it was the first time I had ever been on a plane. I knew wow. absolutely no one on the East Coast. Wow, I'm Midwest, Midwest, born and raised, like. All my family lives in the Midwest. We had only been on like car vacations. Mm-hmm. Not only, they're incredible, but um, <laughs> we love them. We love, yeah. love yeah. car vacations. And I love a car vacation. <laughs> Did you have like a nice, good van for it? Fuck no. We had oh a, my God. We had a Volvo station wagon, and I sat in the way, way back uh-huh. because all my other siblings said they got car sick, which I found out later they didn't. No, Why? no, no. no. It's, it's, I say that too. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm one of those assholes. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, I can't sit in the middle. Car, <laughs> car sick. It's like, I can't yeah. even sit. I have to be in the front. Uh, and my sister said I kicked in my sleep so I would sleep on the floor and she would get like a queen size bed when we went on vacation anyway it's so brutal but we had a Volvo station wagon and I sat in the way way back sometimes with my little brother sometimes just with a cooler of food and the only time people would interact with me would be like excuse me turkey sandwich and I would just be like and these weren't these weren't short drives turkey sandwich (laughs) 14 hours. No. 14 hour drives, two stops. Oh, my oh yes. To go where? We went from Chicago to upstate, well, you would call it northern Minnesota. It's like almost Canada. And okay. we went upstate every Minnesota. summer. Yeah. Upstate Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, and we went every single year for 20 years, and it mm. was great, but I had never been on a plane. And then, so when I went to NYU, obviously knew nobody, knew nothing, had nothing, mm. was just like completely lost, sobbing to my mom. And she's like, just join a club. Yeah. Just go and join a club. Yeah. Just like have, you know, she was over it too. Yeah. Well, she was like, I'm going to pay for you to do like 
one of those orientation activities. It was the Sex and the City bus tour. Okay. Um, I did sit with a nursing student who was like in her 40s. I was like, okay, no friends there. Um, but so then the same day, I, I auditioned for an acapella group. And was it Enharmonics? Actually, I think it was. Wow. Was that the Tish one? Yeah. yeah. There was like, oh, well, maybe. Yeah, that was a Tish one. That yes. was like the, the one. Where yeah. they were like, the, their thing was like they were fierce. Oh my God. It, I think it was Enharmonics. Yeah. I've never thought of that name probably since I auditioned. Yeah. Uh, but then I also auditioned for Hammercats. Yes, and, fam. And Hammercats was in its second semester mm. because it started mid-year the year before I got to NYU. And so it was like the second semester of Hammercats. And then Was I, it was like Donald and Derek and DC yep, and like Wow. It, it was Donald Glover, y'all. It That's was what we're talking about. Donald and Dominic. DC was my age, and so he was also auditioning. Oh, cool. Yeah. But he knew the head of Hammercats. Um because they had grown up in Arizona together. Dan, was it Dan or It no? was, his name was AJ. Oh. And he, I think he like writes, um, uh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, Poems. right. No, um, what's it like, what's like a gamer? Uh, video oh, games. Video games. Oh, that's, that's kind what's of a, like a what's gamer? like a gamer? What's like a gamer? And she made like a little um, drummer boy I'm hands. sorry, what's like a gamer? Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. Um, and <laughs> who else was in it? Oh, Dan Greger, Doug Mann, yes. Lou Perez, Greg Burke. So yeah. then I joined Hammercats and then forevermore, we hung out, I would say six days a week. Oh yeah. And that was just my social life. But then they all took UCB classes. I had never heard of UCB, mm. but they were like, you gotta take UCB classes. So I started when I was like 18, 19. Yeah, was, yeah. Which is so- So early. So embarrassing. No. No, 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 no. It's embarrassing to think of who I was well, of when I first Doing started. Doing improv, yeah. You're never the best, the best version of yourself back then. Oh my god, bad behavior every single day of my life. Mm -hmm. But also, like, hat was so stupid and knew nothing. <laughs> so dumb. And so, like, I couldn't improvise about anything because I didn't know anything. Right. Yeah. Also, like, wasn't street smart or book smart, so it was just like. All <laughs> but at NYU, <laughs> hmm, how my yeah. yeah. But all my so all my scenes were like about having like a mom and siblings. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what were you majoring in at NYU? My major ended up being English and Spanish. But okay. Originally, it was musical theater. Oh. Okay. And I transferred immediately because my first semester of college, my classes were like voice lessons mm -hmm. and. Alexander technique and of course writing the essay. Writing the essay. Um, writing the essay. Yes. Gotta respect. <laughs> and I also didn't have friends in those classes because it was like musical theater people, which I love, but I would say <laughs> You're not that person. I was not making friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't blame them. It yeah. was me. Yeah, it was right. like yeah. I didn't have friends and the classes were insane. And yeah. I knew how much the school was costing mm -hmm. and so I was like this is not happening so I transferred immediately and was an English and Spanish major Love but it. I did the opposite of you I was in CAS and transferred into dramatic writing at Tisch so I was oh, like let's make nice. this degree worthless no. <laughs> like, no it wasn't worthless but you know I'm happy I did it because the, you met people you that met matter people. now right. exactly. but like I know. You know I think about college and I'm like I had in during college I had two NYU friends and then just truly every single day doing like UCB stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. where you met the people. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's where like, 
I was just there so, so much that mm-hmm. when I think about college, I just think about like, you know, Hammercats and UCB. And UCB. Mm. But yeah. I didn't I don't think I got my willies out. You know what I mean? Like sure. I think I think I had problems later into my twenties because I was like, but I didn't really have a college experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was a person like at at Turco, like talking to the improv group and being like, and where is um the party afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Do we get together and like oh, drink beers? Okay. Um, yeah. Like I was a person that like at the Turco was just like, okay, who's <laughs> someone I connected with in this uh, <laughs> school? And where's the party at? Okay. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is someone driving? Or are we doing the dri- designated okay. driver? Mm. Beer pong partners. Yeah. Just like who? Just like didn't get my willies out, and so like into my like late twenties was definitely like. You bringing like beer bongs to UCB parties and being like, who wants to play flip cup? And Horatio Sands is like, you know, no. <laughs> We're like not doing like uh, truly a child. Yeah. So you didn't like do get your partying um hat on in high school? You know, in high school we did party, but it was like we, we I was not cool in high school. Mm. Um but definitely I I I have the exact same personality now that I had in high school and people don't like that, especially <laughs> like, if you're like just kind of like always loud and mean, but also 16, people are like friends with you because you're like kind of scary. Yeah, we have to, we don't want to be on the other side of it. Wow. Oh my wow. God, I've befriended so many people like that because I desperately wanted to be cool. I wasn't cool. I knew I was never going to be. Yeah. It was just like, whatever's happening is happening. Boys like definitely didn't like me romantically Romantically, but like, you know, I was just, I, I don't know. But we would get, we would um, shoulder tap. Do you know what that is? Explain. No. Okay. Shoulder tapping is where <laughs> you park in a parking lot of a liquor store and someone goes and taps a stranger on the shoulder. You give them 20 bucks and say, okay, if bye. you get us a brick of Milwaukee's best, you can just keep the change. And I grew up basically on the Northwestern campus. And so, Constantly, people, constantly, like, you know, a 20 year old with a fake ID himself was like, okay, fine. And so we would shoulder tap and get like a big brick of beer and then like go drink it in like someone's basement. I mean, never with boys, just like, (laughs) you know, just like me and my girlfriends, just like, oh, we would drink. A friend of mine had a pool new a pool, and we would drink uh, beer bongs from a pool noodle. Pool noodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Wow. Of course. Wow. Of course. We, of course. we used to get yeah. like little plastic. We would get one handle of Bacardi Raz. The first alcoholic oh. drink I ever had <laughs> was Bacardi Raz. <laughs> and now it's like when I say the words, oh, I want to yeah. throw up. I know. Yes. Smirnoff ice. We'd me, mix yeah. it with orange juice and just like have our little plastic cups and be in my one friend who had like a cool mom's backyard and like be sipping. Like this, like weird drink, Bacardi Raz and orange juice, which is is that a thing? Mm. That's too many flavors. It's too many flavors. Yeah, right. We yeah, didn't know at the time. Bacardi Raz is already a flavored thing. It's like so much. Is it carbonated or no? I don't think it is. No, okay. But okay. like, and then we just put it together because you Oof. knew you needed a mixer, uh-huh. right? Yeah. It's an alcoholic drink. You need a mixer, right? So you get that and that, and like put it together. And I don't know what I don't. Like, Bacardi Raz was like a thing. Like you decide you want something. It was Bacardi Raz and ninety nine apples. You ever oh. ninety nine proof like apple vodka, oh, right? And my I had one friend Kenny who I just referenced it like in in the last episode, who would fill a water bottle up with 
99 apples. And then he loved to show off how he could chug it. He's going to love this hearing gonna, this. He this listens. Is, I'm going to throw up, Julie. <laughs> and literally, we would be insanely yeah, we, yeah, we fucked talk. up. And I would just like, uh, honestly, I, I'd almost like, it was like, defining how to not drink like in the very first few weeks of discovering alcohol. So I guess like we got like our vicious alcohol problems out of the way very early and like really wrecked ourselves like right there because it's Long Island and that's just what you did. And do you guys have drinks that you can't have anymore because it was like- Wheat when beer. You... Wheat beer. Wheat yeah, beer. because, okay, I, at my college graduation, I went back to Long Island. My parents threw me like a graduation party. And they had um, Blue Moon on tap. Ooh, and it was like an open ooh. bar, the situation they had had. So I was drinking a lot of Blue Moon because so I thought can't. for some reason it felt like it was light to me. I don't know. I, I, I didn't mean, really know any better. Whatever, yeah. Wheat beer is sneaky though. Okay. Wheat beer, have... and it's also like kind of tasty. Yeah, like, I like it. It tastes like orange-ish. Yeah, it's like dessert-ish in but a way. It comes with an orange. You can't really have more than a couple. Right, but I had more than a couple. And then my uncle, my one uncle was like buying us tequila shots. Oof. And so- let me tell you, and wheat beer doesn't, it tastes good going down. It does not taste good going up. Couldn't, couldn't smell it for like eight years. What's, oh, what's that yeah. drink for you, Fran? I mean, when I was young, because we didn't have money, we would get the cheapest vodka you could ever yeah. possibly get. Was it Georgie? Get. I mean, I think... I. I think it was like labelless. Like yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it was oh, no, like no, 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 so cheap that it was just like a bottle, yeah. and you, it was like oh you know you needed to like check with the cashier what it was. <laughs> like, but I can't have any. I can't have any vodka. Yeah, I can't have really? any vodka anymore either. Because it's like the easiest thing to get wrong if you buy it cheaply. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if it's like an eight dollar handle of vodka, and you're like, it, it, there's no way you it's will good. Throw up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's yours, Bowen? Um. Like Mike's heart, but that's everybody's, right? Oh, oh Mike's yeah. Heart. Mike's, I, mean, I, I vividly remember a night when all my oof. all my drama club friends forced me to stay at this person's house when my parents were freaking out, being like, "Come home now! It's 10 p.m. Come home on a it's a Friday." Mm. But then this was a, this Heroes had just come out on NBC. People <laughs> Holy were, shit! People Way to were, transport us. People were freaking the fuck out about this new show, Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone was like, "But we're no, we're marathoning Heroes. We're, we have Mike's heart lemonade." You're staying, you're drinking at least three, and then you're going to call it, and then, and then John's going to give you a ride home. And then it was like the worst day of my entire, the worst night of my whole life, being forced to watch Heroes while drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade. Did you get like blacked out? I didn't get blacked out. I just like, I got like, up? I got like Asian blush, like red, and I was just uh, like, I don't, this doesn't feel good. But cool. Mike's Hard <laughs> doesn't have a ton of alcohol no. in it, but it has so much sugar, sugar that you're just like, it's Fuck like up. pounding like... <laughs> fruit punch yeah and yeah, yeah, then yeah. like could you imagine drinking like a gallon of fruit punch no no and then just like yeah but it has that sipping vibe. a little thimble of vodka or something honestly like the when the boys would drink like beer and the girls would drink like these like synthetic drinks like like a uh, smirnoff ice yeah 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 and like they would get I, they were drinking a, they were getting more fucked up because like that's a drink you get fucked up on. And Smirnoff Ice also is like basically Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's like right. It's or the Mike's Hard. They're like, you know, they're like, because they were sweet, they were like for girls, you know? Anybody yeah. else uncomfortable with the color of Smirnoff Ice? It's yeah. Blue. It looks, does it look like cum? Yes. Oh, it's sure, it's sure, like sure. watery. Cum. It's like, cum. it looks like, it's so fucking insane it's cum to water. be like chugging. It looks like, <laughs> It looks like if you, you know how when people like dip, they like, yeah. oh, it's oh. like if you were doing that with like gum. <laughs> like oh if you were like God, chewing gum and then gross. you just like spit it. It's disgusting. Well, Did people do like 
dip? Did, did people dip around you in high school? Like, I, didn't, no. I knew some guy. I stayed far away from those dippers. Dip is a big baseball thing. Yeah. And dip is, well, the funny thing about dip is it's like, it's something that you can get a buzz on even, you know, like if I yeah, was yeah, sitting yeah. here, I could have dip in my mouth yeah, and you yeah, wouldn't yeah. know. <laughs> or you would because my, my lip would be bulgy, but it's not like... <laughs> It's like um, it's like acceptable and an acceptable yeah, yeah, yeah. way of like even when you're working or just like in public, <laughs> of like getting a buzz. Yeah. But it's so disgusting because it dyes your uh gums you're black, and it's just like the most obvious like don't. It's so it's yeah, gross. no, it's a no, it's a never, it's and, a no. Oh, and th- then people have Gatorade bottles and then just be just like spitting into the like mini Gatorade bottle brown juice. Stop, that's, that's the no, most no, heterosexual no, 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 no. thing I've ever heard in my life. Not that it's a Gatorade bottle. Now up. that I'm talking about this, I'm like, wait, would that be like kind of a sexy thing for me to get into? <laughs> also, you started started dipping. Dude, should I dip? Should I, I think you should dip. Dude. And also, like, just start getting Gatorade. Wait, was okay. it? Does a Julio Torres joke like? Um, um, I got I got my straight friend um some a gift and uh, I got him a, an empty Gatorade bottle. Yeah. Um. Okay. Wait, Fran. Oh, yes. Let's talk about drinking. Reminds me of a time. I don't know if you remember this. This okay. was D- a DCM like three four years ago. Oh, I hope I was nice. No, you were so nice. Okay. It was the three of us and Tarver and I think Brandon Scott Jones mm. were standing outside a bar. Oh, we yeah, were all wasted. Funny. Foss was there too. Foss was there. Yeah. yeah. Foss was there, and we were all standing outside a corner. And then we were talking about how Pride was insane because Pride always falls during DCM. Right. Not this year, but um, we were like. Someone was like, everyone gets so naked on Pride. It's like, pull your pants up. And then you <laughs> came darting out. Like, like you heard us, one of us say this. And then, then and then the bit the entire night was, pull your pants up. Like oh, yeah. you saying, oh, do pull your pants, pants up. Pull your pants up. Pull your pants up. I do remember that. Pull your pants with up. It stayed with us. It's that was the so first time we funny. ever like interacted. And I was like, that. She just nailed it. I actually really am remembering that now. And I'm happy that that was a memory because d- speaking of like a storied UCB history, or if you're just like around long enough, this will happen. Things are coming back to me to bite me in my ass now where people are like, six years ago, you said this to me. And, and, it, was, and it was not nice. It, you know, it's just, it's never not nice, but it's like, okay, so like someone puts on Instagram, and when I would go on tours, to uh, I toured so much. You did a lot of tours. For yeah, years, yeah, yeah. Tour it was like queen. my main way of making money. Yeah. And whenever anybody would ask me like for advice, like kids on these, or not kids, but you know, these, these college kids. Students, yeah. Would be like, what should I do? I would always say like, don't go to grad school. Don't move to the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. Like, just move to New York or LA. Uh-huh. And I do stand by that. Yeah. But like multiple times now, I've been like tagged in Instagram posts. And it's like, at Frank Gillespie told me when I was, you know, 20, like, why would I do anything except move to New York or LA? And it's never negative, but I'm like, damn, why do people remember that? Don't blame me. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to make it. And yeah, I know. Sure. It's not bad advice, but I'm like, ugh. But I, I mean. It's not bad advice. It's not. That's the thing that keeps coming back to me because people are tagging me in a lot of posts like that. But I am haunted now by like, oh yeah, after a UCB show in 2005, you said to me, and I'm like, oh my God, brace yourself, brace yourself. Because also it's like, you look back on a younger version of yourself giving advice and you're like, no bitch, no. We're going to listen back to this and be like to our fucking podcast like 
two years from now even oh no 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 already i'm like i know that there's hundreds of hours of us talking yeah, yeah and i'm yeah. like well something's coming back yeah, 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 yeah. something's coming it's back tr- and it's also just like it's dorky to like yeah. hear advice you get like I, and who am I to be giving any type of advice? But it's also just like, please don't quote me back to me. Because also like, yeah. if it's, yeah, you talk to me after a show, I was probably in a hurry to leave or get to McManus. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. We're drunk already. Right. Exactly. Like if you cornered me after a show in 2006 and yeah. I was like short with you, like, uh, I'm so sorry, but I, that's just me. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but then I see people who have so much patience are so kind, will give like everything everybody at the time of day and I'm like I just think for me it would come off disingenuous sure I mean there's Mm. there's a risk of that like I yeah but you but I will never forget the advice Fran Gillespie gave to me no which was and that's good advice yeah let me tell you something about these sluts on pride you look like a mess honey pull the pants up um no we love nudity on we love nudity on pride celebrate not when it's centered towards muscly cisgendered white male bodies yeah Yes. You need some shame too. Cisgender. We went identity. to we went to the gay bar the other night. Well, you didn't come. I didn't come. But I went out and I couldn't believe. Like I don't know if you're experiencing this in LA. Well, you now live live sometimes in yeah, LA, yeah. sometimes in By New York. By costal. But um. By costal. I, I couldn't believe. Like everyone here is like so hot. Like I went to the oh, gay yeah. bar and I was like, oh, forget it. Like yeah. if I'm like a New York whatever number, like bump me down five. Everybody is so good looking in LA. That's and, tough. Wi- and women too. It's like everybody is like thin, tan, blonde. Yeah. And I mean, truly like everybody, even just look. Oh, this is mean. But be mean, girl. Be mean, be mean. I was going to say, this is so mean. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I was going to say, look at the performer pages. Ah! I know. No, 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 no. You're right. And You're everyone right. knows it. You're right. Uh, it, there's, a there's a It's like we got some TV faces in LA. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and they're in on New York, TV. we got writers. Yeah. Uh, but but the thing is, and they are on TV, and that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, most of them. But Good for them. I think it's like an active lifestyle. Well, I am way, I am a New York person through and fucking through. Oh, same. Okay. When people do a like 9.30 show or, you know, like a UCB show ends at like 9.30 or whatever. And it's like, what's everybody doing? And it's like going home. I actually yeah. need to wake up early and um, tomorrow morning for Pilates. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, it's like you do like a 1030 show on a Tuesday at UCB. We're going to the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't yeah. matter what's happening. But right. We did a show. Um, but it ages you. It really ages you. Sure, sure. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yeah. 
Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details i've really sudi Bowen and I are having what we call the summer of cunt with a K, where we're all going to get very um, attractive and snatched. Oh! If you want to yes. join. Oh my God. <laughs> if you want to join. Wait. I can't wait. We should add you to the text thread. <laughs> summer, summer of cunt text thread and just tell each other like what we're doing. Like the other day I almost had a slice of pizza but I texted them and I didn't. They're like, it's like AA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like oh my, my sponsor. It's beautiful. Oh my God. But yes. I've eaten lots of pizza while I was here. Actually. Well, the, oh. the like main issue in LA for me is I'm a, uh, a fourth Mealer before it was a thing. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. that midnight meal, baby. Right before oh. you, right before you go to sleep, right? Yes, of that's course. when I'm hungriest. <laughs> of course, the amount of times. Fill me up, I mean, please. The amount of times I have woken up with 
remnants of sandwich on my yes. bare naked chest. Truly turkey slices <laughs> all day, every day. Or just like- Chicken um, salad, baby. That's mine. Oh, on, I, on my body. I At least the do, word salad is in the equation. I used to do tuna salad. Oh. A bit before I did tuna salad because it was like $2 a container. Uh, um, But then a girlfriend of mine, Sue Galloway, was like, you're going to get mercury poisoning. Because uh, I was eating like a, a container, like truly resting it on my chest, <laughs> eating like- with my bare hands <laughs> like until Hiffen. I would fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> like four or five days a week. Oh my God. Minus fucking pretzels. Oh, I love pretzels. Love pretzels. I'll love sleep with a bag of pretzels. Hard pretzels. <laughs> like not even like... What kind? Wait, what kind? Like, Bavarian? You, okay. Do you know... Bavarian like, twist? No, Bavarian like, twist? Okay. I love not Bavarian even twist. like the plastic bag of pretzels. Okay. It's like a hard plastic little like tin that you get from like CVS. And the pretzel rings. The, yeah, they're like hard pretzels. I don't know. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you later. Take a picture. Okay. Well, I'm all about the rods. Yeah, I love the, the rods. rods. love a rod. All about the rods. Title of ep. Um, let me tell you. Okay, and now, and now, look at the look at the beauty glow up that we're all experiencing. Fran, you came in. Oh yes. You 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 kind of Streisand affected this. It's not exactly a Streisand effect, but you. We wouldn't have noticed this if you didn't if you didn't mention mm. that you were right. You're wearing a baseball cap. You're like, here's here's where I'm at. She sits down and she goes. I, I said, oh, I have the same hat, but it says New York. Like, I had a stupid opening yeah, yeah, line. Yeah. And then she says, she goes, I have to tell you why I'm wearing the hat. Yeah. And you had terror in your eyes. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my God. Still do. I literally I was like, she's going to take the hat off and she's going to be bald. Would you be weirded out if I took the hat off and my hair here was connected to the hat? And you guys, and so I take the hat off, but the hair was part of the hat. Honestly. And then you're just like, what? And I'm like, I have to complain. I've never had hair. It's always been attached to a hat. And you guys are like, you're thinking back, like, yeah. full Kaiser Sose, like, oh wait, we've never seen Fred without a hat. Oh my <laughs> God. My hair's connected to the hat. Yeah. <laughs> but I was That's like, my story. I was like, the only explanation for what she's ever she's gonna say right now is that she's bald. Like yeah. the terror in but your eyes. then the explanation was microblading. Yes, it's true. Fran, talk everyone through what it. What is okay, it? Okay, so basically in my lift over here, I was like, just don't bring it up. Nobody, just don't do it. Just like, oh my God. Eh, who cares? Just like, don't bring it up. And then I come in here and I'm like, we've got a problem, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm literally, please you sit go, down, please you sit go, down. I literally, I'm not gonna tell you this, but here it is. <laughs> I don't wanna tell you, but um, please sit down, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Microblading, what is it? Microblading is when you tattoo your eyebrows on. Okay, mm. and so uh, talk about uh, we, and we why I get the procedure. Yeah. I was going to say, thank we, you so we, much. We didn't talk about this. We didn't talk about the rationale leading into the procedure, right? Uh, okay, well, here I don't put thought into anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do research beforehand. Uh -huh. um, I got an IUD without doing any research. Oh my went God. alone. This is years ago. Went alone. Didn't know that it was like basically uh, one fourth as painful as childbirth. Went alone because I hadn't done the research. Oh my God. Got an IUD and they were like, um, you're probably going to be uh, like laid up for a few days. I was like, dope. I have a show tonight that I will do. <laughs> They gave me like Vicodin and I was like, okay, I'll trust you. <laughs> but that is just like, that's just to say, I don't research anything. I yeah. don't put the time into it. I'm just like, life would find a way. <laughs> like, life would find. I'm like, it will all work out. Just like, go ahead and do it. What's the worst thing that can yeah, happen? Yeah, and I'll power through. Yeah, exactly. Well, microblading turns out was uh, done by a doctor. <laughs> Who had like microscope glasses on, and I was no. like, "Sorry, what's happening here?" And 
First of all, I just want to thick of brows. I can use a pen for this. Please. I, I have been for years. The rationale was I'm bored and was like, what can I do that will like distract me? And cost money. Yeah, it costs money. money. It was like, I basically have no eyebrows and all it took was two girlfriends being like, oh, you should get microblading. And I was like, okay. And then I heard it like another time and I, I was like, yeah, that's happening. And and I'll take this two times. I truly, two separate occasions in the last week, someone's like, oh, just do microblading. I was yeah. like, and it's done. It came in, it was fate. Yeah. yeah. So basically they thread dye into your eyebrows and what I found out after the procedure, your eyebrows completely just like absolutely poor blood. Um, <laughs> like I'm not able to look into your own eyes. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm not able to see what's happening because there's no mirror, but I do see um her gloves are getting covered in blood, and I'm like, uh huh. Yeah, sorry. What else is happening? Uh, also, also, I had to numb, I had to numb my eyebrows, which is like what. I, what's happening? Like, why did I do this? Oh my God. But so your eyebrows like look super, super dark and also scab. And also you basically look bad for a week. Oh, but here's the thing. I I think you look you good. You look good. No, no. I, <laughs> I said this outside and, and it's the perfect analogy. It's like, I'm wearing pajamas, but also heels. It's like one thing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, fine. It's like one thing where I'm like, trying mm -hmm. but then like if you're not trying like the rest one, of the way I remember yeah. one time I like saw a picture of um who's the person in oh Elizabeth Banks yeah. I saw a picture of Elizabeth Banks with like almost white blonde hair and I said to Sudi <gasps> should I do white blonde hair and she's like no you'll have to wear makeup every day and I'm like oh you're right oh my god yeah because, how like, insightful yeah. I can't Sudi, because I can't, because I I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. not wearing makeup every day. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. won't do it. Right. Yeah. But now that I have, I mean, truly two bloody caterpillars <laughs> that are now living on my floor. Weren't you blonde? I was blonde. You were, but yeah. not like, but not like white blonde. It was like, yeah, I had, I had, I was blonde. Because all of a sudden when you said that, I pictured you with like white blonde hair and I was like, no, I feel like I remember that. But then I was like, no, because then you would have to put on so much makeup. And I did. When I was like blonde, I definitely had to wear more makeup. But then it was like, I started SNL, truly just the blonde all, I think fell out in one day. Mm. And um, Because of just sheer panic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it actually turned white. Oh, I have no hair now. No job, no hair. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> all my blonde hair fell out and it was just like, yeah, I'm not wearing makeup and I don't have blonde hair anymore. But it is very <laughs> funny because people will like not know my name who I've like spent thousands of hours with yes. because my hair's a different color oh my like God. if I haven't seen because I lived in LA I would say like under two years like a year and a half maybe before moving back to New York yeah. and people friends I made in that time will be like hey I'm like it's Fran it was just <laughs> And you just, it's like absolutely no ego when you're like, yeah. my name is Fran. Uh, we actually do know each other very, very, very well. well. It's just, yeah, different hair color. It's just so funny when people are like, hey, hey Auntie. Yeah, uh -huh. just me, uh, Fran, many hours, many hours spent together. But did you like having a, having, this is your natural hair color now. Yeah. Did you like having a blonde hair? Yeah, it kind of made me feel like. Lighter? I mean, different. I, I Dyed it right before I moved to LA and it made me feel, yeah, like I would say dumber and also got um, more attention. Yeah. Really? Doesn't that suck? It could have been completely psychosomatic, but 
I got way more attention. Sure. That's I bet it's not psychosomatic. Like, I guarantee that guys are just that dumb. Like, oh, blonde. It's true. I talk to blonde. Well, you know what's so funny is at bars mm. or like at a party, it would be like a different type of attention where a dude would be like, can I grab you a drink? Instead of like, I mean, when you're like a brunette, I mean, now nobody hits on me, but like back then when I was a brunette, it would be like, uh, you know what I mean? Like uh, you watch Killing Eve, and, but but then when I was blonde, it was like, oh my God. when I was blonde, it was just like no effort. Absolutely like. Yeah, yeah sure. I'll take a drink. It, yeah. yeah. Dang. Unreal. I, 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 totally I, different attention. Yes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Eight to ten hours. You know, I always look forward to getting my eight to ten hours of what do you think I'm talking about? Eight to ten hours of exercise. <laughs> no, I wish. I wish I was a machine like that. No, I'm talking about sleep. Wait a minute. But the way you sleep is different from the way I sleep. Oh, well, the good news is, Bowen, we can both get what we need from Helix Sleep Mattress and Pillow, bitch. <gasps> I love Helix Sleep Mattress and Pillow mm -hmm. because they work with the world's leading sleep experts and they've developed a mattress that's customized to your specific height, weight, and sleep preferences so you can have the best sleep of your life at an unbeatable price. Okay, so here's how it works, people. You go to helixsleep.com, fill out their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll design your custom mattress. They can even customize each side of the mattress for you and a partner if you guys have different situations in terms of how you like to lay. How you like to lay. And I think we've talked about this before on the pod. It's two gigs in one mattress. Two gigs in one mattress. And you rarely get two gigs in one. Oh, no. I, I'm lucky if I get one gig a month. You, Ooh, know, you know what I mean? Da -do -da -day. Oh, da-do-da-day. Oh, da-day. You know, in 2018, Helix Sleep has taken customized sleep to the next level with the Helix Pillow. The all-new pillows are fully adjustable, so you can achieve perfect comfort regardless of sleep position or body type. Helix Sleep has thousands of five-star reviews, Plus, you get 100 nights to try them out. This is the gig, people. 100 nights to try these mattresses and pillows out for free. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable deal. Unbelievable deal. I love the quiz, the two-minute quiz, and the mattress. I cannot wait to get this mattress Luscious. because I bought a new bed frame. Ooh. I cannot wait to get a, move up to a queen size, honey. Did you buy a new bed frame? I did. Queen for queen. Queen for queen. And I can't wait for this fully customizable gig, darling. Mm -hmm. Here's the call to action. Here is the call to action, everyone. Are you ready for the call to action? Go to helixsleep.com slash lasculturistas right now and get up to $125 toward your mattress order, which is a chunk of change. Come into the stage. Chunk of change. Chunk of change. That's helixsleep.com slash lasculturistas for up to $125. $5 off your mattress order. Helixsleep.com forward slash Las Culturistas for your sleep do sleep. I, I very I nearly... felt different when I was when I was born. Yeah, you do you felt like guys were approaching you? Not that guys were approaching me, but the people would approach me in a more like they would they were more compelled to be speak to mm. speak to me. They were like, Hi, um, wow, I love your hair. And like, you know, it would just be like a confidence boost. The only time yeah. I've ever dyed my hair was I dyed my hair jet black in college oh. for, to do like a, a part. 
<laughs> I don't think it, I honestly don't think it looked good on you. I thought it looked so good, but it changed. It, <laughs> I looked in the mirror and I, the Sudi was like, "It's bad. Yeah. You look bad." And I, I, I sometimes mention wanting to do it again, and she's like, "Don't," because remember, it was bad. Sudi will always give you the tea. What's yeah. the? What was the? Um... It was called Marat Saad. It was like a performance of the assassination of Jean Paul Marat by. Marat by, by the Marquis de Sade, and it was like a punk rock musical version that Liz Suedos was doing at NYU. Okay. Like, and it was just like crazy. <laughs> and I was playing the Marquis de Sade. So oh, naturally, congrats. Because it, That's go, a big booking. Real big booking. <laughs> she books. And it was controversial because I was a dramatic writing student doing it as a drama mainstay. Very high school so musical. Very. very controversial and wow. I got a lot of shade from the musical theater kids who wanted the role. Wow. But I had a relationship with the director, Liz Suedos, and so I got the part. Um, thank wow. you, Liz. Rest in peace, Liz. Um, but I thought, I'm playing an evil character. We must dye my hair black. Right. Of course, that means mean. So I went and dyed my hair black. <laughs> and I had just seen the movie Black Swan. Oh, good. And I had a bad interaction with a voice teacher. Uh-huh. I did the scene in Black Swan where she like menacingly marches to like like Lincoln Center to go dance. I swear to God, I had black hair. I, be- I became an evil person like I was just like storming in like and I walked in and like I told everyone I just had a fight with my voice teacher and my hair is black uh, this will be the performance of my life and I went in and gave like a fine performance because I didn't know how to like sing or do anything <laughs> but having black hair like changed me chemically yeah and so now whenever I'm like I kind of do want to like dye my hair and do something fun but I can't do black hair because it re- literally changes me inside like it makes me mean well it's like i want to be blind because i want to be fun but i already feel fun microblading has changed me now i'm a shell of a person i don't want to do anything went to a party last night absolutely the entire time which just like could only think about it like you're yeah. like oh what are you doing this summer i'm like well eyebrows um for one thing eyebrows for one thing i'm the same way i'm the same way as you like when you came in and couldn't help it that's how i was yeah. i was telling you guys like a year and a half, two years ago, I had like a herpes scare where I really thought I had herpes and I've since found out I do not, although it is fine if you do. I love you and support. Um, but everyone knows, every, everyone knew that I thought I had herpes. Everyone. Like extended friends of mine. I was like, they're like, I was like, how are you? And like, they were like, good. How's things are going on? Good. How are you? I was like, probably have herpes. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's just, sometimes you gotta wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah, like, and also sure. you wanna like get out in front of it. Yeah. Like, I know, it's like the worst thing is. in the entire world is for me to find out that people are talking about my eyebrows behind my back. So I'm like, do it in front of my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be in on the joke. I think it's like it's like a thing of like never having feeling cool and like, you know, like that kind of deal where it's like you have to just get ahead of it. You got to be on top of the right. joke. And I also like, I, you know, I was never cool, which yeah. is why I think I was a bully. But I'm like, I also get bullied because I'm a bully <laughs> and also had many siblings and like just was bullied and became a big bad bully. And so I'm like, well, you can't bully me. You tell yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> what are you I, talking about? Do you identify as a bully now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? That's why you and Sudi get along. I. You. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like sometimes. No. Truly, I will just go in on someone. Yeah. Only friends. Yeah. Yes, yes, right, yes, right, yes. right, right, that, right, 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 right. Like it hurts to be close to me because <laughs> like, only friends rip them to shreds and then truly sometimes it will just be like dude you're like mean yeah 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 no i mean look when you when you get and especially when you get with someone else that's like that oh it's like oh baby but, but then you have to be able to take it like yeah, no you, you do, must you do. And i feel i feel you can probably take it right i mean 
I actually think I can. I, I'm yeah. not one of those people where it's like, then I get insulted and all of a sudden I'm like, oh uh, no, you broke the rule. No, no, like, no, no. I'm getting insulted all the fucking time. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, duh. I put a target on my back because I'm throwing darts all the time. Yeah, yeah, like, sure. I, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And also like, I truly think you can't say something about me that I haven't already thought about myself. Right. Yeah. And if it's like anything you think about me, it's already, I've already heard it or like I've already thought it. I mean, I bully people, but it would <laughs> never be in a cruel way. Yeah, no, it's and always gotta so be fun. Sometimes when I'm like dipping into that water with like, I'm, you know, I've gotten to a point with a friend where it's like, and now I'm just ripping their ass to shreds. Right. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I like see their face fall and I need to be like, I'm only doing it because I love you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm only destroying abusive, you abusive. because that I is, love you. Like textbook abuse. Textbook abuse. <laughs> Ah, wait. Okay, but what? Okay, so to, just to to go back to the thing of like, you can take it. Like, you have to be able to take it. Does it matter who it's coming from? Like, let's say it was Sudi or like a friend, close collaborator, whatever. If Sudi were to say something like, gut, like a gut punch to you, like uh, it wouldn't you take be, it. It wouldn't be a gut punch. She Got talked it. about this on her episode because we just had an episode with her, and she said that now it's like at the point with you guys where like funny you says something, well, like you can just be like, no, that's not funny, right? And it's like we move on. It's not a. That's gut how punch. she and I always were too when we ran hammer. Well, I gotta say, like time is not on your side at SNL, right? And so right, right. You don't really have time to be like, maybe that could work. Let's <laughs> think about it. It's like, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok, bitch. Yeah, like, we gotta no, turn we gotta this go. in. Yeah. <laughs> like, we literally need to do things. Yeah in a like time that. frame where it's like I, I don't have time to think about there's this there's no room for humanity no and so now there's just a shorthand where it's like no and there will yeah. be times where like we will not be have the same opinion right and sometimes it's like one person's gotta give and I do think that there's like a 50-50 there where it's like sometimes she gives sometimes I give because it's like if we're absolutely not on the same page and it's like dude you can push it and then you know it's like give it a minute and then one person has to be like we yeah. have to move on yep, yep we yep. have to move forward because we don't have time to be doing right. this yeah but like i mean sudi would never oh one time this is not mean <laughs> okay. because this but this is a full example yeah, yeah. I came into work and Sudi was like, you need to get natural light in your bathroom where you do your makeup. Oh <laughs> my God. That is me. But, but it was no, true. But, no, it was but it's true. true. It's helpful. It and is. it was and true. She's one of the few people who will do that. She is. It she was is. true. I like, like went to the bathroom and it was like the bronzer looked crazy. Yeah. And it was like a Monday pitch day where like you're going to be with every single one of your coworkers uh -huh. speaking in front of them. And yeah. I looked like, and she was right. I didn't have natural light in my bathroom. I mean, she didn't even know, but she was like, you got to get natural light where you're, where you're doing your makeup. I was like, oh yeah, she but that me, doesn't hurt my feelings. No, it right. doesn't. It, uh, it's a good note. Like she told me one day, she looks at me and she goes, I have to tell you something. The difference when you don't have facial hair and when you do is crazy. You don't look good with facial hair. Don't have it. And I was like, okay. And right. now I'm always shaved and sometimes I'll go hang out with her and I'll be like, I have to shave. Oh, because I'm scared of her. <laughs> I'm scared of my wife. Here's the thing. She's never like really like read me for filth, like, like hygiene appearance wise. And maybe that just means that that's not where our friendship's at. Ooh. I mean, that is the thing. It's like, if I haven't bullied you, it probably means that I don't, <laughs> don't <feel> care. <laughs> we're, just, we're just not close enough. Yeah. Right. Close enough. Yeah. And also, like, I also have scary friends that I wouldn't bully because um, I think that 
when I would open that door, it would come back to me in a way where I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And also maybe is there someone out there who like you could become close with who's like better at that than you. Damn. It's like, if you want, oh, you want to cut people down? Here we go. But I believe people about like insane shit that I know just gets under their skin. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to Disneyland a couple days ago. Oh and my God, we almost went. We were supposed to go on Sunday. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it, truly, it, it, you're never going to have a bad time there. No. But at the end of the day, we'd been together like... 10, 12 hours. And at the end of the day, um, I was with Kyle Mooney and he's like, all right, I got to go grab my backpack from the lockers. And I was like, oh, but what? what, what? <laughs> and he's like, my backpack's in the lockers. And I never dropped it. I mean, for two days, I've been like, and you're a guy who puts his backpack in the locker. Like, it's not an insult, but I know it's bothering him. But, um, I, 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 Renting a locker at Disneyland because yeah, he right. was coming from San Diego right. and, I, and then coming straight to LA. So he had a backpack of like, you know, like four nights worth of clothes that he locked in a locker at Disneyland and <laughs> but kept it a secret until last minute. And I was like, that's psycho. You're a psycho. <laughs> I don't know him, but I was on the same flight as him. I sat six rows behind him. And at the end of the flight, all he had checked in the above uh -huh. carriage was a skateboard. No. And oh, I, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I thought it was so funny. I was like, he has no bags. <laughs> he only has a skateboard, bitch. I live. See, I would definitely go in on that. But then yeah. last night I show up to the party and I was wearing this hat and he's like, looks like the Sandlot's here. <laughs> I was like, oh man. I love it. Bullies, bullies, bullies. Then, you know what? The if thing only is you knew that that was attached to there. <laughs> right, right. Then it'd be a whole other level. The thing about some people, though, is like sometimes I have a hard time like reading Sudi, especially now that the bitch has money and she buys like good clothes and like wears good shoes and like, um, you know, looks snatched. I'm always like, damn, bitch. Like now you get like the better job than me and more money and you look better. Well, Fuck yeah. you. But you can't resent her for that. No, because now she's using her position. But for I, good. I do feel like I will get to a point, a point where I can be like, hmm, I've and then, and like for, for maybe a six month but period, also, I'll be like, <sighs> you're also, I mean, like you're you're presenting different genders. Like it doesn't, you're not competing against each other. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying I would love to be be able to be a bully again to her. Do you feel? <laughs> oh, sure. you can still. Believe me, people definitely still bully. It's like, I think more yeah. fun to be like, oh, you think you're somebody now? <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. more fun for people to like, try, you know, be like- Snatch your from above. to latch on to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a question. Do you feel like, do you ever get comfortable working at SNL or is it always a panic? Oh, God. Um... Do I get comfortable working in SNL? Like, do you feel like you walk in the, you, cause you ever walk in the building and are like, yeah, this is work, or is it always just a little bit like, okay, it's Saturday Night Live? Well, I will say that the work schedule is on average, let's just say you work three weeks in a row and then get two weeks off. Right. Then you work three weeks in a row, get two weeks off. You know, give or take. Sometimes you only get one week off. Sometimes you only work two weeks in a row, whatever. Sometimes yep. you work four weeks in a row. And so the work schedule is such that like by the end of a run, like mm -hmm. in week three of three out of three, uh -huh. I'm so tired, yeah. but also just like I have spent now at the end of three weeks, say I, I spent 120 hours there a week mm -hmm. at the end of Shit. three weeks, I've been there more it's the only thing i've been doing yeah. thinking right. about whatever so it's not like okay i'm comfortable now it's more just like this is what needs to be happening let's go yeah, yeah but yeah, then yeah. you get a, a hiatus right. very regularly that's like it's incredible you get these like hiatuses where you just like sleep and watch yeah. tv but then day one when you go back it's like Always a drawing. reset yeah. and it's 
I always feel like crazy. I, I always feel like sick to my stomach the Damn. the day because you're resetting and it's like, yeah, I haven't been here for however many days, right. but now I'm starting over. Like, <sighs> and really every week can like, it doesn't matter what you did the week before right. because yeah, I hear about there's another week to do work. And so it's like a reset every week. But if you've been on hiatus and then you come back, it's always just like, okay. And now I'm in the mindset and you know, there's 21 episodes a year. Mm-hmm. And so you get like seven hiatuses. So that's like seven times cycles or yeah. like, I don't even know how many, but you're just like completely resetting every time you go back. And yeah. th- that is the hardest day. And also the week begins with pitch right. yeah. and pitch is really nerve wracking. Yeah. yeah that's Cause course. you get like a, a couple seconds to be able to impress somebody and everybody. <laughs> and like, it is uh. a very strange room where like sometimes things work where you're like, I can't believe that worked. And sometimes things bomb.com uh-huh. and it's like, why? you can't figure out why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I've worked there three years and it's like, there's not a perfect formula. I mean, and, and we're just talking about a Monday pitch, yeah. but like there's no perfect formula and that's the way the week begins where you like are with all your coworkers, the host is there. Mm-hmm all the producers, obviously Lauren, and it's like, okay, every week starts with like, I hope I say something that makes people laugh. That sets, that a tone sets the of, tone for the rest yeah. of the week. Yeah. It's it, so th- wild. That is never, I'm never comfortable yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at pitch. I God, mean, the first time you ever did that had to feel fucking insane. Well, actually, th- that is the craziest thing is when I, and I think a lot of people feel this way, but when I started at SNL. I was my most confident. Really? Wow. Because I had just gotten hired at SNL. Right, 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 right. And like, you know, it happened. And like, you walk in and it's like, oh my God, I'm here. But you see that a lot. When people are new, they're like, the beginning of the year, everybody's the most confident because they don't know. Right. Yeah. And then it was like, the more I knew, the more like, it just becomes more intimidating the more you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So does does the atmosphere like wildly change based on the host? Or is that kind of like... Not really. Yeah, not really. I mean, only if the host is a super extreme in in bad or good. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Or this year there were some hosts that were friends of mine. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of a wild feeling. I mean, that really changed. Donald. Yeah. Yeah. Like an old friend. It was really cool. But, you know, he's someone I hung out with every day for years and then not at all. Right, right. And, you know, every time I see him, it's great. And, you know, it's totally natural to be hanging out. But then it was like, okay, he's coming to host. He is a legit superstar. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and then to, that was a, such an insane week for him too because that was when This Is this America, America was like no. exploding. And now- it, the, it, This Is America got released during the yeah, show. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember I went down and got to watch that performance on the floor and I was like, this feels different. You know what I mean? Like there was so something good. going so on. Good. And it's just so crazy to think about him and his trajectory because he was someone where when I was in dramatic writing in Hammercats, he was like my sort of like an idol because it was like he was like ahead of me and like did both of those things and like wrote on 30 Rock. And it's like so crazy to think about why you um, sort of like looked up to him then and ter- and then in 
why millions of people around the world look up to him now. But it is truly wild for me because like I, you just don't really have a sense of how famous somebody is. Right, yeah. right. Especially if it's just like, well, it's just Donald. But then it's like, not really. I mean, it's this, also childish Gambino. Yeah, right. It's but it was very fun having him host. That was that was great. But like, if a host is incredible or awful, yeah, yeah. those are. The, but really, that happens so infrequently. Yeah, like right, right. Will Ferrell was an incredible host, and I think everybody just felt like happy that week yeah. Yeah, if that yeah, makes yeah, any yeah, sense yeah, yeah. Like, no, of course it does he was like so personable you feel and, like, safe he was so nice yeah but uh, the cast has so much interaction with the host that i think that that affects their week more because you know like um they have to legit work with them in the scenes they they're with, with them, them. The yeah. yeah yeah but yeah so an extreme host i think can change the temperature but it doesn't really happen a lot i mean yeah. for the most part like a host is a very, very famous person that you won't really talk to a lot. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Simple as that. So was it always like a thing for you? Like, was was that like where you wanted to be SNL? Or were you like everyone where it's like, well, I guess that's what that's what it's all leading up to is SNL. I'm telling you, I have like no brain cells and don't really think about <laughs> <Yeah>. anything. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, everything will work out. And it happened. Well, I think about it now and I'm like I can't believe how lucky yeah. I am or how lucky I got because like I didn't I mean obviously I was at UCB for years yeah. I saw everyone around me yeah, yeah. get hired and get work it never really bothered me it was I was never like damn like yeah you right, know right. It, I was never like drinking poison and expecting it to kill my enemies yeah I was yeah, never yeah. like Really, because I think I'm like stupid. I'm like not thinking about that. I'm like, good, she got the movie. Like, I'm not like, I'm not like, how can I strategize to also get work? Right. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, I've never good for done you. That. I've yeah. never, anyway, but yeah, yeah, I, I relate to that. So yeah, go on. Sorry. I, it's just, I'm never. I really am just not strategizing. Right. <laughs> because you don't expect, like, it's like that thing of like, well, I don't expect it to happen for me, so I wouldn't dare be jealous or like covetous of a position someone sure. else has because it's like, I'll just keep doing my thing. I'm already surprised it's working. I, I truly think that for me, it's like, you know, I don't have room in my brain to be like <laughs> thinking beyond just like, and tonight I'll do show and uh, yeah. tomorrow I'll do podcast. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't, but then, you know, I was working at Funny or Die and I was like, it was the summer and I was like, you know what? I think I'd like to submit to SNL. Yeah. And I had, because I had been working at Funny or Die, you had just had, you had sketches. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it just was like, here we go. There's a packet already there. Yeah. I actually had applied a few years earlier and didn't get hired. Yeah. Um, And then didn't apply for a few years. And then I was like, I already have the sketches. Yeah, so why right, not? Right. And so I, and then I applied. And that was the year. That and that was, was the year. year. It, that, whenever that packet comes around every year, I'm always freaked out. Because I'm always like, I know I can write sketches, but it's like, because I'm supposed to do it for this show and like there's a deadline on it, it's like all of a sudden I'm like, my brain just breaks. I honestly <laughs> think that it just helped so much that I was just like looking at a backlog of things I already had. Yeah, I think yeah, sitting yeah. down and being like, I have one day to think of commercial parody, like <laughs> yeah. which is how the show actually yeah, right, 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 right. But right. I think when you're thinking about writing a packet, it's just like, 
I don't know. If you're making a case for yourself to these people who like don't know you, then like just put your best stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really uh, submitting a writing packet. I I just it does not work in people's favors. No. I mean, oh, yeah. that's why just having like a writing sample, like a pilot, you're proud of, mm-hmm. I think is probably more helpful than like, okay, and we need one topical joke, right. one joke about Brett Favre. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Brett Favre. Also, what I think <laughs> happens is when you get the late night packets, and maybe this is too inside baseball, but you look at the host and they'll uh, you try to write in their voice and that oh. sucks. Yeah, it's really hard. It's so hard yeah, because it's, really it's like hard. a lot of times you watch these shows and no shade, but like there aren't a lot of jokes in the monologue. It's just the host being their whatever version of their charm Or itself. the voice is right. like not specific, but um, but yeah. packets are so hard. They're really really hard and also like yeah I mean I don't know how to be good at it is it just like I don't know whether or not it's better to like write a seamless packet that's in the voice regardless of whether or not you like it or to give them yourself I think it's probably a mixture of both and then it's funny to see who gets hired on these shows and some of these people have such specific voices yeah like for example I'll mention Julio Torres like he has such a specific voice and you would never think like that he would ever compromise that and on the show he has not compromised that and you think so his packet couldn't have been like a Saturday Night Live packet it had to be a Julio packet because that's what makes him so iconically special Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well I don't want to I don't have facts but um I think Julio didn't submit a packet because he was hired uh, at the end of he was hired as a guest writer yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end of me and Sudi's first season. I think based off an audition. Audi- you know what? Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And so, I mean, this is like talking about a very specific person who yeah. has like such an incredible and unique and hysterical voice. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't it's, think that's the thing is sure. also I shouldn't even think too hard about like what works for everyone because literally something different is going to work for everybody. Right. Totally, totally. Yeah. And that's the biz. That's the biz. <laughs> Fran, we're going to ask you what we ask all of our guests, okay. which is what is the culture that made you say culture is for me? <laughs> I'm doing a Frank <laughs> oh, It was like the pop culture, culture. where something in your life that was like this happened and you experienced this like a movie or a television show or like a, a, book, a, a, a musical artist or something where you were like oh I'm defined now I know who I am oh I guess I have an answer but it's lame no I, no, I, it's, I love no it thing. Titanic yeah! oh my god Titanic was huge for me too Titanic was was the thing that made me like that opened the door to all of show business for yeah me. Titanic okay so I wasn't really allowed to watch TV growing up. I could watch one show a week and it was The Simpsons. And Good one. But nice. I did go to movies, like would go to movies a lot. But um, I also wasn't allowed to have magazines that had the word sex on the cover uh-huh. or sexy. Right. Wow. Like I wasn't allowed to have like a, like, you know, YM or 17. Yep, all those. Yeah. The covers would be like Porn. 10 ways yeah. to blow him <laughs> To smithereens, or you know what I and mean? It's like, like Chad Michael Murray shirtless, and it's like the tomato red nipples, and it's just like this is erotic. Nuts! It's a, truly like they were out of control. Yeah. And Team I was, people had Sean William Scott like fully fucking naked. Okay, iconic, I got a cover. Yeah, Amazing yeah. Cover. But the thing was, it was like it made sense. I wasn't allowed to get those magazines, but I was like nine, you know, or like eight or nine or whatever, and I wanted these magazines because I became so obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio that I just wanted every single magazine that even there would be like an insert. Yeah. 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 Um, And so I became really, really obsessed with those like teen magazines and I would babysit 
of course I was like could be in charge of an infant but like couldn't look at the word sex yeah but right, I was like exactly. babysitting all the time and I would use my babysitting money to go to the corner store and buy all these magazines and just hide them under my bed and I would read I would oh my every God. single one and they came out well teen people came out every week oh no a lot of them were monthly yeah, yeah they, they, they were monthly. they were but I, I would get like 10 a month yeah. and then cut out the photos and make photo albums yep 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 but in like a nice photo album <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he was so iconically yeah. hot. Like, oh, oh my god! I had a Titanic. I had two Titanic posters that I absolutely would kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, yeah. so obsessed with him. I bought the VHS. It was a double, the double, double. Yeah. Because uh-huh. yeah, yeah, you know yeah what there I mean? was the movie was long. Did, wait, did it end? Did the first? Did the first tape end after the car fucking scene? Was it, it like right after? I think it was. No, no, no. I what? I remember. No, because they, they do that late in the movie. The first tape ends. No, I think the the, the, the fucking is in the first tape. Yeah, the fucking's definitely in the first tape. They fuck, and then the first tape, I believe, and Culturistas listeners, if you can contest this, let me know. I believe it's after like the the glass with the water starts shaking. Like that's the oh, moment that it cuts off. Wow. Like, Good after, after the fucking, after the iceberg hits their yeah. um sound of music was a double vhs yes. and i would stop after the first one because the second one was all about nazis right. yeah, so yeah, i would yeah. just always stop after Diane is an only God that lives, lives, lives. <laughs> and i was like and the movie's over oh my god Wonderful. julie andrews is here <laughs> julie, it's julie. Oh, she got her voice back um <laughs> i was like the movie ended good it good, ends, good. On, did, ends did on a puppet show experiencing <laughs> did experiencing titanic the movie also cause you to want to know everything about the, the actual Oscars. ship itself oh. Oh. Well, the Oscars, yeah, but... Not the ship itself. I was... I knew everything. I bought books about Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. Like, books that were clearly made in, like, three or four hours, where it's like, and he's popular now. <laughs> yep. And then it was just like... But, yeah. and then, oh, my God, yes, those books. But yeah. then I would watch, like, Basketball Diaries, which I was, like, didn't like as a movie, but I was like, and he's here. Good. Yeah. Like, I was so obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio, and then it just... That was probably, God, I would have been like sixth grade, maybe fifth grade. Uh, maybe fifth grade. And that just launched me, and I was completely fucking boy crazy. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. In general? Oh, no. Just just for Leo. Celeb. Celeb, Celeb boy, boy crazy. crazy. In sync. It yeah. was like 98 degrees, yeah. Backstreet Boys. I truly became the most extra person. It was like constantly... I just found this locket that I had. I, it was wow. like a year ago, um, but I've have found this locket. I was like, oh, I wonder whose pictures I put inside. <laughs> oh, pop! It is Leonardo DiCaprio and Usher. <gasps> so yeah, we've got ones. like, <laughs> but so I like cut their little faces out, put them in this locket, and I was like wearing Usher and Leo every day, just like, on your heart. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was like a locket I got for like my first communion or whatever. And I, <laughs> I couldn't. I was so fucking boy crazy. And celebrity culture crazy. But what's insane is I didn't even watch TV. I wasn't allowed to. So I'm like worshiping Matthew Fox from Party of Five. Holy (laughs) shit. No clue what the show's about. Yeah, no idea. And I'm in for him. (laughs) Yeah. I remember the first time I saw that Tara Not My Heart music video with Justin Timberlake on that bed in the white wife. Yeah. The white, like, uh, oh my God, I almost called it a wife beater. That's where, like, my Long Islandness comes sure, out. Sure, sure. What would you call that? Tank. Uh-huh. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, and he just, like, was, like, so sexualized. And he was, had to be, what, 16, 17 years old? I'll, I, that changed, like, something and in had, me chemically. Like, ramen noodle hair. Oh, yeah. Ramen, but it didn't matter. He was then. the hottest person I'd ever seen in my life. I know. And, like, then coming into school and all the girls were talking about him and I had to be like, I hate Justin Timberlake. I hate him because my body was just 
fighting with itself. It's like, That's no, you have, you have to kill this. It was just so, oh my God. But I was, if I was, if I had been allowed to be, I would have been boy crazy too. I mean, it was just, I was just pouring over yeah. these like pop culture magazines and like even like Z-pop. Like yeah, I was going so crazy. And yeah. I think that that is when, and now I'm like so obsessed with like, reading us weekly just cover to cover and i don't know why i don't care <laughs> well because it now it's just like so stupid i i i, I think it's so funny like it's fun the what they think are jokes in fashion police but like can I, oh my I god tell you like growing up like i thought it was so funny we get us in weekly, a real way and then like as this fucking nine-year-old i'd be like i have first thing i would turn to was fashion police yeah absolutely it was like what what did they say this because it was comedy like I remember, but there was, it was, but it wasn't. But it though. wasn't. But there was. I literally. I. <laughs> oh yeah. I could. A, no, it's just kind no. of like, and this coat's yellow. It's it's bitchiness. <laughs> it's just like I don't like this, and here's a pithy take on it. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. remember one time, like they're all rude. It was probably like so some mean. insane celebrity, like Maria Conchita Alonso, like was in like a fucking <laughs> fluffy thing, and the, I'll never forget how hard I. Left. I couldn't get over it for two days. My, I was telling my mom about it until she had to tell me to like, shut the fuck up. The, the caption was, how many Muppets do you think died to make this outfit? God. And I thought that was the funniest thing in no. the world. I remember it's it to this a day. Joke. It's barely a joke. Barely. It's, it's the word hell. Muppets and uh, the, uh, the image of die. them dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dark. It, you know, I was obsessed with Traumarama. That was something in 17 where it was like, I had my period all over my mouth. And then it was like... <laughs> I mean, it was like <laughs> that's like very Dresden. That's a Dresden joke. That's an Anna Dresden tweet. I have my period all over my mouth. Five hundred likes. Traumarama truly was just like on my second date with my uncle. All of a sudden, my wait, where was this from? Traumarama seventeen. Wait, the title of this episode is going to be Traumarama. Yeah. Oh but they were all bad, and like every third one was just like period shame. It was like <laughs> I got my period all over my <laughs> It's true it's just they all so stupid, but I like I ate it the fuck up. And I still like I just can't every time I'm in an airport I'm getting like yeah. Us Weekly. You know, I had a subscription to Us Weekly and then I was like, this cannot go on. Wait, how no. long ago? How long ago? For years. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I I think I cut it off maybe like when I was like going back and forth between LA and New York too much and was like missing too many. No, I think I probably cut it off like a year ago. <laughs> but here's the thing. A year subscription is like they pay you. Right. And like it's yeah. a, nothing. It's nothing. no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I will shove... I, like an eight dollar us weekly. I'm like, can I get two? Just one to sit on. Like, but then, but then if you like subs- have a subscription to a magazine, it's truly like a dollar a year. Cents. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I can't have a subscription because I know, like, I haven't read a book in like six or seven years, but I could like tell you that like. Lincoln from this season of The Bachelorette has a history of assault. You and, know oh what I mean? And you read God. that on the page. You read it on the fucking oh, wait, page. Wait, but true or false? Like, Us Weekly actually used to be like a people level. Like, you could go yeah. to it for real news and yeah. now it's fully a tabloid. Well, people's fully a tabloid. People yeah. is? People's a full tabloid except you're going to get a serial killer like every other Yeah, right, issue. right, right, right. It's right. like, she didn't know her daughter was a dog. It's like, <laughs> people has like a human interest story but the, that's and that makes it like journalism. Well, that's yeah, the thing. Right, it's right, like right, this right. week oh, they released like a Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain right. thing, and it's like right. it looked, but it, 
it's sad, but it looks like fucking they got engaged. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. is like the editorial treatment. It's like, oh, like all about the wedding. Like, like literally yeah. on like Insane. the cover of Us Weekly the other day, we were in the supermarket, like Dave and I were getting groceries at the other Airbnb and we were like paying for it. And I look over at the like rack of magazines and it's like Us Weekly was saying like, Jen and Brad texting. And it's like, what? It's, yeah. How would it's you nuts. know? And also, like, this is like not what I remember. You know what? It's just well, the crazy. worst one is in touch, but it's the cheapest. Oh. But then, but then how, how do you feel as as a reader about in touch? In touch has is absolutely like the most rumors. No, it's like, is Khloe Kardashian dead? Like, <laughs> it has, and it has evil stuff too. Like, it's like not yeah. scared to speculate and has been sued so many times. Wow. Because it's just like. And truly, it's really nasty shit. Yeah. It's like Sharon Stone on heroin. And you're like, <laughs> just, I like get it because sometimes I've read all the other ones and it's also $3. Like Us Weekly, it <laughs> will push like $6. Yeah. But In Touch is $2.99. Oh my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I, I haven't Catherine had- Zeta Jones, insane around town. Like, yeah. It's In Touch is. Yeah. In, is it, mean. And on the cover, life ruining mean. They'll have mean photos. Damn. Like Us Weekly oh, will never that. do that. In Touch will put like. <laughs> Like a Tara read on the beach. Yeah. And it's like leave alone. Yeah. Like in touch will do. <laughs> a Tara be... read on the beach. I have the I, have, I haven't had like the giggles like this in so long. Just a <laughs> friend just has the knack for just pulling out these random specifics. <laughs> Which one is getting you the most right now, well... bitch? <laughs> she didn't know her daughter was a dog. It's good for me. Chloe Kardashian, is she dead? <laughs> the trauma said, this is nuts. Tra- this, is, this is like trauma rama is. This, this is like a new form of joke. This is a new form of comedy. Like, like that could be an improv game. Trauma rama, <laughs> yeah. like, or just like making up cover stories for these rags. It's but the, even though like. Truly, every section is like its own beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. They have well, Us Weekly has that page where it's like uh, quote and quotables. Yeah, I, I yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. can you believe Ryan Seacrest said this? And it's like a picture of Ryan Seacrest, and then it's like two days a week I'll eat goldfish, and you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's just like the wildest oh just like, no I can't believe you said that fuck where did you get it from when did you say this who else is reporting that he said this the poor goldfish oh my god it's, it's, and it's just like pictures of people with the quotes but I mean yeah I, I've now it's spent, bur- it's it's uh, in your bones. It's in your you thousands know. and thousands of dollars. And Leo yeah. is to blame. Leo is to blame. How did loving Leo that much inform your opinion of Kate Winslet? Oh, you know, respect, okay. respect. Good. I never was jealous, and I'm glad they're still friends. But I gotta say, uh, what you doing in the Wonder Wheel movie? Yeah, what you doing in the Wonder yeah. Wheel movie? What you what you doing? A po- like not kind of like. Fully well, she also Woody. worked with Roman Polanski. Yeah, on Carnage. I got a Carnage movie adaptation. That's two. I. That Wonder Wheel movie, you got to look at that cast and be like, you knew you already. Knew. Yeah, you yeah, knew. Yeah. Who else? Is, who else Justin is? Timberlake. Timberlake. Who, yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. come on, you're you're adding on. To, you're putting fans of the fire there. But for him, it's like, okay, he doesn't do a ton of movies. Yeah, right. For her, it's like you knew. You have options. Give me a br- Also, she has such an incredible resume, and it's like, yeah, exactly. You yeah. have options, like. You can't 
think this is a good idea. And then there was like an actress roundtable or whatever where um, she was like talking about Wonder Wheel and she like brought up Woody Allen or whatever and it like pans the room and to just like, you know, like a Marianne Cotillard just like face dropped just like, dude. Yeah. yeah. And you're still going on about it? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Also, I will say this. If you are an, an actor that has worked with one of those directors, here's what you don't say. But I had a great experience. Right. That is not, not it doesn't matter. It's not the point, point, right? Like, uh, we don't want to hear about how great your experience was. Right, right. Because your individual experience, unfortunately, doesn't literally matter. And, like, I don't know. It's just crazy. I do think, but her as an actress, I love. You ever seen Little Children? Oh, yeah. I mean, she's one of the the best. And I do like that her and Leo are friends. I mean, now I don't have a Leonardo DiCaprio thing. I'll also like, you know, that was for that time and it was the gate opener to like me being absolutely just obsessed with celebrity culture. Yeah, right. but yeah, yeah. I don't like, I will read those magazines, but now the person I would be most excited to meet would be like Wow, maybe. Honestly. Oh my God, really? Yeah. I mean, like, I also think just as part of my job, like, I can't feel like- Too attached yeah, to you can't celebrity. Be or you can't be like, wow, we're totally different levels of human. Sure, like, yeah, sure, no, sure. you have to t- be able to talk to them. And I don't really care. Yeah, like, right. I do like reading all the gossipy stuff, but like, I think the person that would get me the most excited would be like maybe Rachel Lindsay. Like the honestly, Rachel yeah. Lindsay would be. Are you great. a big Bachelor fan? And huge. Yeah. Did you, but, were you with Rachel the whole time, or are you disappointed at the end? Disappointed at the end. Same. Well, now Peter Kraus. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter, love him. Why wasn't he the Bachelor? Yeah, they should because have been he the because I actually know. Do you think he has a? Well, history. I, no, I think that he was actually supposed to be the bachelor and they were going to announce it. And the, the thing that I heard is he got so upset and nervous that he th- had to th- go throw up. And like, it was like a thing of like the next day he was going to be on Good Morning America and that he like literally panicked because he was like, no, this doesn't work for me. I understand that it would be good for the show and the fans want it and I feel a lot of pressure and he got mm. so upset okay, and nervous respect, respect. because he's a sensitive guy yeah. and I mean, I think that's why everyone loved him and why, right. why we thought it made the most sense because they had such chemistry because he's just someone he's who's- a good dude. He's great. Uh, her, and I mean, and remember her eyelashes still on the floor? Oh, that was- <laughs> like, her yeah. eyelashes. But- uh, that scene was so hard to watch. That's that's a better Peter Krause rumor than the one I made up, which is that maybe he has a criminal history. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I don't like think it's a DUI like or something. I don't think it's something like that. I think it's just legit. He, why wouldn't you want him to be the Bachelor? And then like the the, the showrunner, like Mike Fleiss, was like tweeting out like, uh, "Why would you want to have Peter as the Bachelor when he doesn't want like, like he's like messy on Twitter." The, Mike the, Fleiss. the, the like showrunner yeah. of the Bachelorette and Bachelor is like. He's a lot, and he'll tweet like out some shit. Like he he gets like gossipy on Twitter, uh-huh. and sometimes he like blows his load and is like, "Tomorrow, guys, it's coming," and then shit goes wrong, and it feels like every season of The Bachelor mm. or Bachelor in Paradise or whatever, there's this this insane controversy. Like now, like apparently, like one of the guys who does really well is like liking all that transphobic shit on Instagram. Oh, like no. this is what uh, I heard is like this guy Garrett who got the yeah. first impression right. rose, who allegedly does well on the show. Um. He is literally like one of one of those, like an alt right person. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I gotta say, I'm not feeling good about Becca's options. They're no. like weird aggro. It's dudes. not a good. It's not a good year. They all also look the same. Do you like her? I am happy she's the Bachelorette, yeah. but I also think that like it's gonna be a boring season. 
all the dudes look the same and they're like something weird is going although i do love that the guy rolled off the bed oh I, that's just classic i mean he broke so, his face rolling off the bed and had to go beautiful yeah well he's gonna come back he's gonna come back <laughs> uh, but the thing is like after rachel who i think was the best bachelorette yeah, she's, until I, the last episode yeah i i don't know she becca doesn't have that star quality she was the Rachel was the only one that like drew me in and was like. She's I'll why watch, I started I'll, watching the whole franchise. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah. I'll watch this season. Yeah, yeah. She was so great. Oh, God, and I'm just remembering now that one time I was walking down the street and I thought I saw Rachel Lindsay. And <laughs> I, it wasn't her. And <laughs> wow. I but I was walking behind her uh-huh. and then. What, and then that's pass, her ass. That's her ass. And then I passed her, stopped, turned around, <laughs> and around. said, "Excuse me, are you? Never mind." No, <laughs> on my street. I I get it. Dude, I get it. it, it, it bad. Just, I've had this happen with with every person. Like, every, like with like I've I've seen people like Matt walk down the street, and I'm just like, "Is that Matt?" And it's not. It's like I understand just being so excited to see someone. Yeah, it's true. You like manifest yes, that. Yes, and I'm yes. Bowen's Rachel Lindsay. And yeah. Matt is my Rachel Lindsay for <laughs> That's sure. That's nice. I do kind of want to be the gay batch. You would be a gay batch. Oh, that would be batch. great. I, I really want to. Oh, I don't know if I want to be the gay batch or I want to be like in a promo with a white background and like holding a rose. Not, I don't know which one. Not I want that more. this would be bad, but if, when, not if, when there's a gay bachelor. Do you think that contestants will end up hooking up so with that's one the thing. another? So they they, tr- yeah. they did this with Finding Prince Charming on Logo. Okay. But the rule, the the unspoken rule was that the contestants could not fuck each other. Which well, you can't of course put... that's an unspoken rule, but like, but I mean. I think it makes it more interesting that people hook up in the house. But then the whole show is just going to be yeah. like, yeah. I wanted to come and pull you aside and tell you that, you know, these people like each other. Well, what they did on what they did on Finding Prince John, which I think is a little problematic, is they cast like a fucking model as the bachelor and the rest of them were kind of like a little bit more like they I don't know. Like, yeah, it was, they, they it was like, weird. It, it was by design that like the contestants like were not a, in the same league, quote unquote, as the bachelor himself, as like the, the guy. Oh, that's strange. So it was weird. It was like, ugh, it's like we Everyone's aspiring to this one person, which because was of his looks. Because yeah, of his looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. didn't. It didn't feel good. It's you know? so there. There's a lot of like design flaws in just saying gay bachelor, but like I don't know. I think there is a way to hack it where it's like the contestants are allowed to hook up with each other, and that is an element. Well, here's what I want to happen with my narrative on the gay bachelor. I want to be a contestant and just be beloved. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to be Rachel Lindsay, and then yeah. they bring me back, and everyone's like, "Yes, it's his time." He needs this. I want to be on The Bachelorette because I want to go on the dates. Yeah, they're yeah. fun. I yeah. mean, nobody would want to, like, if I was The Bachelorette, I don't really think people would be fighting to be with me, but they would be like, and we want to make it to Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go to, like, Stockholm. Um, but wait, there, there's one thing I, I want to say before okay. we do Adam Thinks okay. yes, which yes. is you will like this. So okay. when Rachel Lindsay was filming her season of The Bachelor, yeah, with Nick, yeah, yeah, how do you say it? Vile or Vial? Nick Vile. Nick Vile. Who I think is hot. Yeah, I'm he sorry. Is. Um, I like I like all his Instagrams, and I'm like, you're like a stupid bitch. Like I'm always like, I love you, and I really, I fall for it all. He's not funny though. He thinks he's funny. He's not. It's important to say that. Okay. Um, he does like comedy and wigs. Okay, what? He just <laughs> anyway, um, because wigs are comedy. A wig got me to JFL. Um, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, he. But this isn't a wig. This is just no. That's a hat with a that's a hat with hair. That's different. <laughs> Um, Rachel Lindsay shot her 
fantasy suite date mm. the day after the election. And it had been like three months since they were allowed to like use their phones or whatever. But like, and so she was very tuned out of the election. But obviously, she like got posted up in a bar, like in like Sweden or something. And like, was it, well, it was like watching and drinking as the election was happening? She thought Hillary's gonna win. It's gonna be amazing. Like, we're gonna bring this home. And then Donald Trump won. So she proceeded to get fucking drunk. She said this on an interview. And she woke up the next day and was like really, truly hungover and had to film like her fantasy suite date. And like, remember when she did that with Nick and everyone was like, like, oh my God, she's so comfortable and dropped in and like they're so natural and comfortable with each other. She was so hungover <laughs> that she says that when they got in the fantasy suite, she fell asleep immediately. They didn't talk. And that's oh. that's why he eliminated her the next day. And her energy was very like, I kind of understand. Because she knew that literally they they spoke not at all. They did not have sex in the fantasy suite. He sent her home because he's like, well, I did speak to the other two in the suite. And we didn't get a chance to talk because you passed out. That's so funny. Yeah, which it worked out for her because then she got to be the bachelorette. But everyone was like, that's crazy that she didn't win. They had the best chemistry, et cetera. It's like, no, she just like got tanked from being so depressed about the election. Election. That's so funny. And they didn't allow them to talk about, about it on politics, there. Yeah. And I remember at the fantasy, I think her date that day was like them going and like drinking during the day. Yeah, so she had to like do hair of the dog, baby. That's so hair funny. Yeah, but she said that in an interview and I thought that was so classic. There you go. I We're, need to know what happens in the suites. I mean, I need I think to they, know. They asked the hard questions. Because this is another thing. It's like, like Becca, who like, if you look at her Instagram, she's like a Hillary supporter. But if she ends up choosing someone who's like an alt-right person. She won't. She can't. Well, She's smart. She may have. That's the thing. Oh. They're not allowed to talk about it on the air. So you have to ask that question in the fantasy suite. And it, not, it might not be top it of maybe mind. Didn't oh, right. For me, politics. if I'm dating, for me, I would never go on a date probably with a Republican. Yeah. And also like. But you would assume that you were attracted to this person and then like they share your, they share right. your political alignment. Or yeah. I would ask that question. And if you're in a situation where you're not allowed to look at any Instagram, you're not allowed to do anything and you are not allowed to ask that question because it's not like cool for air. What the fuck? Yeah. You could yeah. end up get, getting on one knee or like saying yes to someone who like has a crazy thing about them. But don't you think you would know like there would be other red flags when you were hanging out with someone like, oof, I think this guy like might be like trouble. Yeah, totally. You would think. I mean, if there's like an aggro anything, yeah. like, you know what I mean? You would think. You would think. But, but and also like, um, probably top of mind when you get in the fantasy suite is you, like, you've been hanging out with this person for months, like you want to fuck him. I know. And then maybe like the pillow talk afterwards, it's like, so, um, are you Coach super choice? religious? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Hail Satan. Hail, hail Satan. And you get, you get in the- As he comes. Hail Satan. You get in the oh, fantasy no. suite and then you're just like- <laughs> <laughs> All three of them say hail Satan when they come. Yeah. That would be cute. That'd be historic. Okay. Historic. Let's time. move on to I Don't Think So Honey. This is our segment in the show where we take one minute to rant on something that's just getting our- Goat in culture, in culture, in life. What Fran was on you? our I don't think so, honey. Live at the Echo she Plex. drew Hillary Duff. Yes, thank you for coming out, everyone. And um, I I have one. I have okay. a, I have an I don't think I so, honey. Topic. topic. Can I, can I use because I I was jarred by something recently. Okay. When we were in. Oh LA. yes, yes, yes. I know. What this okay, is I'm ready. Okay. This is Matt Rogers' I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The name Egg Slut. Oh, yeah. I literally yeah. was yeah. hungry. <laughs> 
And then I saw egg slut. And I was like, I can't eat now. Because it's not like, I love eggs. I love sluts. Mm. But egg slut, like the idea of being a slut for an egg, I don't think so. No, no. Like, I don't know. Like for me, eggs are very specific. Like I need them scrambled. I need them like in a specific way. I don't need them like in a sexual sense. Right. And also when eggs are like a little bit cold, like I get very weirded out by them. Also like I, they have to, I don't know. I'm very specific about my eggs. And so like, you know, being a, I don't know, egg slut. Those are two words that can't go together and already I have a complicated relationship with eggs. So mm. when you put them in a sexual thing and you want to be a slut for eggs, like I guess I would be a slut for eggs like if I knew seconds. that I was going to enjoy them. But unfortunately, I don't always have like a consistent relationship with <laughs> eggs. And so, you know, and I do consider myself like a little bit more on the slut side and I'm very mm. proud of that. But the thing is Five like, seconds. I don't know about egg slut. I, it made me not hungry and I know I needed to eat. So I don't think so, honey. And yeah. that's one minute. Wow. I agree. It turns Gorgeous. me off. Egg slut. Egg slut. It's egg the, slut? But it's the egg part that gets me. And also like who named it? You know what I mean? Like, could they be? There are a lot of things in LA that have names that they want to be the draw and most of them are like a run-on sentence you know what i mean like there's like a popular bar called like don't come knocking on mama's door yeah right right right. i love that though i love that (laughs) you know what i mean like there's so many like it's like a michelin star restaurant called like pigs are home I mean, I appreciate a stupid fucking name. Our podcast is called Las Culturistas. <gasps> oh, that's good. But, yeah, but I literally said it. I said it out loud. I pulled it out of my asshole. <laughs> and Bowen laughed because it was so dumb. dumb. And then we were like, okay, yeah, this will be the name of our dumb podcast that now like is the main thing we do. So funny. It's. I mean, yeah. What's I mean, in a, a name? name a What's name in a name? A name can take you anywhere. Can look Potentially like success. Mm. Um, okay, let's do Bowen Yang's I Don't Think yep. So Honey and Bowen Yang's time will start now. I Don't Think So Honey Styrofoam Cups mm. and bitch here in Forever Dog LA, yeah. what do I see? A stack of styrofoam cups. Brett Bowen, hot producer Brett thinks it's fine to have an unsustainable stupid cup. bitch stupid, stupid bitch. bitch forever dog la i don't think so honey there's no ventilation in this room there's some there's 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 some vent in the ceiling it's doing nothing stupid bitch, i cannot man. be in this room with where the curtains are drawn the cups are styrofoam and will never seconds. disappear off the face of this earth will never biodegrade in a landfill and will just outlive all of us i don't think so honey styrofoam cups and this brita filter in the fridge that does not have a good pouring exit rate. It's not intuitive. It's not intuitive. Brett, I demand better cups, better ventilation, better Berettas, honey. And if you cannot accommodate this, then I will be the queen diva, best believe a big Frida. I cannot have the styrofoam (laughs) nonsense in this place. And that's one minute. I have something to say about this. Two things. One, also, if you eat styrofoam, your risk of cancer goes up. Also, (gasps) who's eating styrofoam? styrofoam? I don't know. Kids, dogs. (laughs) Dogs. Your Adults risk who don't know of better. Cancer goes up when uh, you're eating. Styrofoam. Sharon Stone is cancerous. Also, when I was young, I did a science project, which was which kind of cup will keep uh, soda the coldest, uh. and styrofoam won. Yes, it's it is mm. an insulator. It's okay. a great insulator. Hold on, HPB. What do you have to say? Yes, Robot, Robot, yeah. Robot. Okay, please. Come Hot producer Brett's going to come over and 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 tell us what's what's up. I can't believe I'm ashamed wow, of these. Wow. This is good. This is going to be a whole fucking this production. Is, He's hold putting on, hold on, on. The, the <laughs> fucking headphones and everything. Here Brett, we go. Shit. What's what's going on? That hit a real sore spot for me. Why? I, good. I'm not seeing them. Where are they? Well, she wasn't beautiful tonight. <laughs> I was in a rush this time. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, making other preparations for your 
Oh, wow. I noticed that you did not mention the, the, the gamut of pastries. Fine, fine, fine. What are we supposed to do? Not eat? <laughs> Brett, thank you for the pastries. They were good. I had one. It was definitely were, French. Was well, thank delicious. you in a real way. Thank you. Thank you delicious. in a real way. Uh, so just want to make sure that gets out there. But point taken with styrofoam. I was going to rush the bodega downstairs. Only had styrofoam. Fine. Well then, sh- then, <laughs> then fine. Then shame on the bodega. There's no ethical consumption in capitalism. But don't chop there. And thank you for the for the donuts. They were delicious. <laughs> um, I, we love you, Brad. Love you, Brad. Um, th- th- that was not. That was all a bit. We love Forever Dog Ally. They did roll out the red carpet for us, honey. Yes, bitch. And we love it. Okay, so now it's time for Frank Gillespie. I don't, think, I don't so, think so, honey. Oh God, <laughs> I forgot that this was gonna happen. <laughs> Okay, I, I have one, though. Okay, great. Okay, great. this is Fran Gillespie's I Don't Think So Honey, and our time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Movies that say based on a true story. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't make it more interesting that you and your buddies had a little run to buzz. Like, I don't care at all. If you're like, but can you believe it was true? It's like, okay, why not just, like, do something interesting? Ooh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll. the only thing I care if it's based on a true story is the jinx and it's a documentary so cool <laughs> or like the staircase like seconds. if it's not a documentary and then you're just like oh can you believe that this is based on a true story we're not kidding it's <laughs> like yeah you're not kidding it's boring <laughs> like based on a true story like me and my friends hung out and that's not a lie it's like yeah <laughs> 15 okay. seconds i really truly don't give a shit i will still see it uh, but i can't be like compelled to be like and it was bad but it was kind of true <laughs> And so that's good. <laughs> anyway, I don't think so, honey, based on a true story. And that's, and that's one minute. And you know what's worse on that? Based on real events. Oh, what the fuck does that that's mean? That's the new based on a true story. Based on real events. Like the blind side, based on real events. What does that mean? You took these people and like kind of fucked up their life a little bit and now there's a film? Oh, you spent an extra $50,000 buying people's life rights? Congrats. That's not even that. The 50K is low. Yeah, you're, you're, oh my God, that's so, that's so funny. You're I so hate right. it. And it's also like, it's one of those things where it's like, this isn't good. So what if we say like, but it's tr- it's almost true. Right, it's right, like, right. That doesn't make it good. That is like the, the, the worst seasoning you could put on any bad thing. Yeah, based on a true story. Guess what? True stories are often boring. That's why they're not movies. <laughs> Fiction is queen, honey. I don't want to see my own life because it's not interesting enough to be a movie. Oh if you God. have a film and you have the opportunity to get a crew together and you're blessed and privileged enough to get people that are actors and talented, get them together and guess what? I don't want to watch them act out a real story I want to see spectacle honey I want to see Hollywood glamour I want to see everyone wearing a dress there you go amen 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 oh my god this is uh, this is one of the first times trauma rama this is one of the first times I've fully cried from laughing I and thank you Fran for giving me the gift well thank you guys for having me (laughs) well listen well listen we we do close every episode with a song here we go you want to lead us Matt yes God bless America, land that I love, stand beside her and guide her, have fun with it, through the night, with a light from above, from the mountains, if you want to hear the rest of that, uh, go to a football game, Mm. thank you, bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.